0: Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg? I can't take another minute in this dome! Welcome back. That's that good, good. Dome Kapoor. To Dome Kapoor. Oh hello, welcome to the quarantine. <laughs> Shalom from quarantine. We pray blessings upon you.
1: Many blessings come from the skies.
0: I f- I finally finished new Netflix documentary Tiger King. You watch? I watch with you. We both together. We both watch. Yes, I forget. I forget a thousand pardons. Great American entertainment. One could say, Carol Baskin is murderous bitch. I would put it on Yosef's robes. One could say her husband is annoying cuck simp. Absolute cuck. One could say... One. You weren't really riding with me on this one like I thought you would.
1: I definitely was afraid <laughs> of where I was going to go with that, so I was like, I'm just going to... Repeat everything yeah, Alex I'm gonna, says I'm gonna, back I'm gonna, to him. I'm going to parrot this one. <laughs>
0: well... Yeah, that's where we're at now, folks. Um, We haven't taken a single new note in over a week (laughs) um, because we've just been here. Yeah, dude.
1: And it's one of those things where if you can at least poke your head out the window um, or open your open your front door and see what's going on out there, you might feel a little optimism just by by doing that. Not. In the Midwest,
0: maybe because opening those doors might lead to depression. But David's patting himself on the back because he stood out in the sunlight for five minutes. It which felt good. I think is irresponsible. Cause it felt. We all know that Corona is Spanish for sun, <laughs> and uh, and it's something to do with the sun. I know that. What does Corona mean? It's it means crown. Really? Yeah. How come I always hear it associated with the sun? Don't don't, know, isn't that like a part of like the uh, like when when the sun like the flames that are on the sun's surface isn't one probably of them like called like the Corona or something. Probably. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, mean, I don't know what I'm fucking talking oh, fuck, about.
0: Man, maybe we look this up real quick. I'm just uh, checking out like where the word Corona comes from. Maybe it's because of the light beer. Like the light shade. Oh, you s- you think it's named after the beer? <laughs> is what you're is that's what you're contributing to this? No, right. I'm
1: saying the similarity to the sun comes from the lightness, the light
0: shade of the beer itself. How do you spell etymology? Etymology. Is that the right word? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah there we go. Um, it does mean uh, a wreath or a crown in Latin. In the Latin words, um let's see what we got here uh oh the corona here we go uh i got it i got it i got it a corona is an aura of plasma that surrounds the sun and other stars the sun's corona extends millions of kilometers into outer space and is most easily seen during a total solar eclipse so that little glow that you see yeah, yeah. uh behind the black dot of a solar eclipse is the corona cool and that's uh that's today's episode folks we hope you enjoyed thanks for uh, joining us educational moment um hopefully you didn't laugh at all right no I, I mean, yeah i mean our little jewish skit at the beginning oh yeah yeah. that was pretty solid downright hilarious but um it's one- uh, yeah i was trying to like discuss i was trying to discuss the tiger king via jewish affectation but david wasn't really with it I was so sure um right. so maybe we get into that like uh what do you got any thought i mean i literally expressed my thoughts i was hoping to get some Uh, reaction from you but i didn't get anything
1: i I, you're right i couldn't integrate an actual message into the bit
0: but i think uh
1: fucking tiger king joe exotic got the short end of the stick i'm not going to spoil
0: anything for you but he definitely i'm everyone's already watched it we can go ahead and right right so joe exotic gets fucked um, they, they start off the series by telling you that he's in prison for a murder for hire, right. so there isn't really any spoilers. No spoilers there. there. So yeah, Joe Exotic goes to prison for trying to kill this bitch Carol Baskin, who deserves to die. But um, but she has Joe Exotic is an idiot, so he doesn't know how to handle it correctly. He's like, done too many things. Too incorrect. much crack. Apparently they did a lot of crack oh, or meth, mess, meth crystal meth. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, Honestly,
1: I'm my biggest or. My favorite character of the of the whole big big cat world is Don Akel, and I, I really admire everything he's done. That guy is or easily, Doc Akel? Yeah,
0: Doc, I think. Doc I, Antle. Doc Antle Doc Antle. Was, That's what I called him the, Don Aickle. The Colt the Colt Leader, big cat guy who had a bunch of wives. Fucking
1: inspiring, that. dude. Collecting big cats, getting big money and fucking hot bitches. It's, dude Yeah, on the reg. Um
0: Kind of looks like a Philip Seymour Hoffman type. Yeah, uh, he would play him in the movie if he hadn't died. So R.I.P. I guess, I guess that means now we can't have that movie, unfortunately. And it is what it is. We could have the Joe Exotic movie. Right, which I was saying uh, maybe Walter Goggins would be a good Joe Exotic. Who do you think?
1: Probably Matthew McConaughey. I was be. also
0: thinking Matthew McConaughey, but Matthew McConaughey might not be like old enough. But then again, they may really ugged him out for the uh, for the AIDS movie that he was in. They really right. they gave him fucking AIDS for that movie. So uh, Dallas Buyers Club, right? Yeah, um, and so anything is possible. Uh, but I don't know. I think uh, Walter Goggins does a really good like sort of southern queer yeah. that I think yeah that, that's um, a good point that's a good that uh would be good for joe exotic
1: here's my biggest thing that i learned and my biggest thing i learned is that the judicial system is fucked up if you got lots of cash then you must run into the mud your opponent the defender i'm the plaintiff i got
0: lots of cash and i got lots of cats and i'ma feed my husband to all of that yeah you know me i'm carol bass baskin and i'm baskin in the light of this mask and the cat's been eating my husband i fed him to them last wednesday friend yeah and now this jerk his name is joe exotics all ticked Cause he wants my yeah, bitch Welcome to the greatest exotic animal convention in the
1: world Yeah, I'm fucking girls Yeah, we got tons of fucking little
0: cats And in fact, uh, it's What's bro- the deal with the big cats, boys? All they wanna do is make all the noise Yeah, they all up all about polygamy Or cucking and simping and what it be Yeah, I'm a big cat motherfucker Yeah, I got big cats, motherfucker in the fucking back house, motherfucker. Ooh. Yeah, I might burn down my own studio to destroy evidence. You already know. What I was gonna say is that it's very clear that regardless
1: of whether or not what you're doing is legal, illegal, if you're willing to play the part and pay the judicial system to fight for you,
0: eventually you win. But you have to have a shit ton of money. Why are, are you talking about in Carol's case? Right, because I, Carol was gonna win no matter what. Joe Exotic didn't make a single right move once. And there Rick, was nothing that like Carol. It was the easiest legal case Carol could have ever had. But
1: in the in the documentary, they show that they spent over a million dollars in fees. Right, but that's just
0: the way the legal system works. That's what Carol. I'm saying.
1: So like Carol would have never won if she had run out of money. You need to have money to win. Um, the okay, truth. The so tru- that—that's
0: the take that we're putting out here. That- that's what I'm saying. The judicial
1: system is <laughs> fucked, man. You, you don't. It's not the money. I mean, it's—it's it's not the truth. It's the money. And what's his fucking face? Uh, the broke ass twenty-five year old dressing bitch who came in at the
0: end and took all of Joe's shit. What's his name? Uh, he had the goatee and he was always wearing. Twenty-five year old dressing. I'm. I'm. I think I know who you're talking about, but I'm also. Intrigued at your opinion of how twenty-five-year-olds dress, because this guy was dressed like a uh, like an eighty-year-old gay biker uh, uh, there for we go. most of it. But apparently, this is how twenty-five-year-olds dress.
1: Basically, he, the dude's forty-five and is dressing young, is what I meant to say.
0: I don't think he's dressing young.
1: I what? He was dressing too young, He was bro. wearing a
0: fucking bandana on his head and for most de- of the documentary. And
1: designer jeans and, like, de- some- What was
0: the designer? I don't know what the designer... you're calling them designer jeans, was like, that a buzzword that you learned? They were just, like, ripped, trendy jeans. And a leather jacket, just like every 25-year-old I've ever seen. I, I, Pulling I, up in his motorcycle, snapping his fingers, doing a little... The
1: jacket wasn't leather. It was some, like,
0: knock-off bullshit that had, like patterns on it. He was dressed he was dressed like a motorcycle daddy. That was his thing. A 25-year-old?
1: I I don't think he was dressed like a motorcycle daddy. I think he was dressed up like a fucking douche.
0: We're talking about the guy who took uh Joe Exotic's zoo from him.
1: Which if you know this fucker's name, fucking let us know. It turns out the dude's broke and he s- swindled two different business partners into believing that he was wealthy. And then when they go into business all of a sudden they're like, "Oh shit, this dude who the fuck is is this guy? What's this guy's name? I don't know. Was uh, it Jaren?
0: A real insp- a fashion icon, apparently. What a fucking dick! <laughs> <laughs> it, it's
1: it, what's annoying to me is that everybody else like involved in these parks is like carrying a gun and wearing boots and like getting real like doing behind the scenes work to make the zoos run. Whereas this fucking douche is just coming in, playing with the tigers, fucking his 26 year old
0: girlfriend. That was a really fun, the fun scene where they, uh, the girlfriend's pregnant and they're looking for nannies. And he's just like, well, if you're going to get a nanny, she might as well be hot. And he's just like looking for hot nannies in front of his girl. Yeah. But that's the thing. Tiger girls apparently are down with the polygamy. It's a, it's, that's the, if I took away anything from this documentary is that big, Big cat people are cool with plenty of husbands and wives. Well, I think they're they're cool with
1: anything as long as they get to be near the cats.
0: I th- yeah, I think that it's. But I almost I think that like aren't lions and tigers also polygamists? So maybe there's some sort of cross. Oh, maybe there's a uh, layer relation layer. there. Uh, I don't know. Uh,
1: all I know is that Netflix can do one thing right every 10 things right. so well like, that's the thing
0: this documentary is an outlier like that book that you were reading yeah yeah. this documentary is an outlier because uh it was almost 10 years in the making they were right. showing footage from 2013 and stuff of that's the that is the documentarian who made this documentary so this is a this, the reason why it's such a good documentary is because there's so much footage it's almost 10 years in the right. making so that makes sense. Like, and, there's,
1: and there's a bunch of footage of a uh, fucking Joe Exotic running amok and fucking acting wild. It's
0: also uh, one of those documentaries that you can't look at and then be discouraged as a documentarian because it took 10 years to film. You know, it's You're like, like, it was worth the time. There, there are plenty of good documentaries that only take a year to film, but this is one of those documentaries that had to take 10 years to film. To tell
1: the whole story. But other great docs on Netflix that I recently watched. Fucking Bikram. That was a big one for me. I fucking loved Bikram. And uh, Wild Country. Yeah. And uh, Evil Genius. Evil Genius, probably my favorite of those. And Uh, all of these make a year of Netflix worth it. Like if you get five good like thriller mystery docs... I it, do
0: wish that the uh you know and I've said this before I'll say it again that the the docu series maybe they would cut off at least one episode and make it shorter make the whole thing a little bit shorter get a little more information right. there's some docu series that I can't even finish yeah. on Netflix cuz I'm just like good god this I'm is done getting with annoying this annoying and
1: dramatic yeah um how about this uh a sketch where um Batman/Bruce Wayne is on the corner during Corona, creating awareness that Corona is actually not created by bats, it's created by another animal. and pa-
0: Pangolins, yeah, or yeah whatever and, they're called. And, and Batman's on the corner. Hey, actually, there's well, a lot of evidence. The, they're in the same nasty ass wet market. And what because what I heard was that the bats and the pangolins, like, bat shit would either like the pangolins would eat bat shit, and then that's how like they get infected with this disease in Wuhan. I mean, there's a whole bunch of speculation, but. Right. Yeah, so far I've heard bats and I've heard pangolins. Either way, you shouldn't be eating these animals. The pangolins and bats are are animals that Pokemon are based off of, not not <laughs> delicacies. You know what I mean? Or maybe
1: you should be eating them after like a lot of caution has been taken in the
0: preparation, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, you're right. Um, which isn't what is happening at these places. No, they're the just wet, wet markets. They're just like chopping the head off go. and handing it to you. It's like that um, incredibly racist scene in Rush Hour Two. Yeah, we just watched Rush Hour Two the other incredible. And there's a there's an amazing scene where Chris Tucker, for for no reason, he's trying to get directions from a Chinese lady at a uh, at a market, and she's like she's cutting chickens, and. it, it, literally anyone else he could have gotten directions from, but for the like comedic sake of the movie, like Chris Tucker. You're going to talk to this Chinese lady who obviously doesn't speak English. She doesn't know the fuck. But you're stuff. going to insist. You're going to insist that she give you directions <laughs> to this place, even though it makes no sense because you've already established that she doesn't know what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, he ends up talking to her. She blows on the chicken's asshole at one point, yeah, yeah. which is a pretty comedic moment. Um, it's great. She, she thinks that Chris Tucker is asking her to blow on the chicken's asshole. Yeah, I guess.
1: It, does he have a clean ass? Yeah, look.
0: And then, um, and then Chris Tucker takes it upon himself. Uh, oh, and to add to even though this is racial against the Chinese. Uh, there's a part where he's like, I prefer my chicken dead and deep fried. <laughs> he's like, so we got a little both sides of the coin there. And then he's like, you ever heard of Popeye's? And she's like, oh, and then she <laughs> goes to kill the chicken. Yeah, and then um, and then he decides to save the chicken. By buying which, it. And he buys it to be, like, be his pet. And then leaves it in the back of yeah, the cab. Yeah, but he cares, about, he cares about the chicken. Remember, before the cab driver runs off with his chicken, he's like, don't take my chicken. <laughs> and then the cab driver takes off with his chicken. So... Uh, uh, comedy masterpiece. Just, all that to say, Rush Hour 2 might it holds up like Gangbusters. Yeah, uh totally we were great. laughing our ass off the entire time. Uh definitely the best of the trilogy. Uh I it, there's something about it. It's special. Yeah. It's a special movie.
1: Yeah, it's definitely great. Goes the second one, the first one and then the third one.
0: Right, yeah. And and it's almost like the first one and the second one are like Because the first one is like 60-40, 60% action, 40% comedy, whereas the second one is like 90% comedy, (laughs) 10% action. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, The beat was called Ace to Five by Balance Cooper. Oh, shit. Yo, rush hour two. Catch me out with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, dude. Yeah, we doing lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of kung fu. Yeah, eating the heaven salon getting it on, have it on i'm her. looking for ricky tan yeah you know it's where i'm at thanks for correcting me i'm sure they wouldn't have been able to decipher these bars but thank you so much yo bar. yo
1: chinese bamboo really strong are you sure yeah i'm sure i'm a nerd for chinese bamboo all over the world yo i want to get some mushu yeah but i don't really know the Directions to the
0: city, so Jam on Lee, jam on Lee All these hoes wanna jam on me Oh whoa. Yeah, you know me, that's a beat Yeah, Ricky Tan, he's running after me yeah. Got his plan the triads Yeah, you know they really bad But we the good guys Yeah, it's me, Chris Tucker and Jackie yeah. Chan
1: She's the bomb, Kung Fu Kenny You know me, I'm drinking Henny In the back, and we gambling, it's hiding Fucking Don Cheadle Shower Hour 2 is the greatest fucking Rush Hour 2 Uh right right the previous beat was ace to five by balance cooper and you can buy it at beat stores this one was travis scott type beat fucking
0: great name produced by t2 really digging in however
1: this one is free for profit so you could fucking make money on this one this guy doesn't give a fuck all he wants is
0: credit t2 spelled t2 ever seen t2 the second terminator film i haven't well it's pretty damn good i'm not gonna lie uh
1: terminators in general were never my
0: thing terminator and robocop i never cared it was cool because that was the last one with uh arnold uh no the guy who played john connor i can't remember his fucking name now though but he was a child actor who went off the goddamn deep end oh. and uh if you look him up now he does not look very good but Ed- edward furlong was his name and um yeah, did not age very well. Bummer. Um and if you look at photos of him now, he looks like he should have died 10 years ago like River Phoenix or something like in oh. a pool of his own vomit, but sure. never did. Which I guess is a good thing, you know. Cuz who knows, maybe he'll have a comeback like Macaulay Culkin and start a podcast, the uh the Edward Furlong hour, and it's just him and he's talking to uh he, you know, he's talking to um uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, uh he's talking to um uh the, the the chick that played Sarah Connor, his name I don't remember. Um
1: i uh, yeah. I mean that's uh, what everybody's
0: doing. Right.
1: You fail at you fail at entertainment in general, you just go use the it's name It's kinda of
0: bizarre how there are successful podcasts that aren't run by comedians. There's like act- like Anna Ferris. I guess she's a comedic actor but I wouldn't expect her Dax to Jack Shepard. Be- Dak Shepard is is another one who's a comedic actor, but somehow I don't know. I guess I don't know any non-comedic actors who have or non-comedic celebrities who have podcasts that are successful. Are there any like boring ass dudes with podcasts that? Yeah, um, there's are killing a it? there's
1: a bunch of successful podcasts because of the information.
0: Like they're not entertainment podcasts. They're maybe I don't know about fucking. Yeah, I guess about bodybuilding. Yeah, body well, yeah, yeah, that's what. That's not even, but I, I don't, I'm not talking about stuff that's about shit. A celebrity then, yeah, yeah. that's just entertaining. Like, let's, like, could Tom Hanks do a podcast where he's just dicking around with his boys? Right, yeah, they like, could. Like, where, anything where, with <laughs> anything with
1: star power will get listens, because it's just branded as, oh, here, you want to get into the day-to-day of this whatever person? Here you go. Yeah, And then they true. entertain other stars.
0: fandom... Fandom stretches out further than entertainment because you can be a fan of someone long after their entertainment value has failed. Because yeah, you just you just a, you're just a fan just of the person, there, like yeah, yeah. out of obligation. Yeah, we got we got some loyal fans. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the only people who still listen to this pod are out of obligation,
1: and we appreciate it, especially, especially... in these hard times. Yeah. With
0: quarantine. I mean, you really have nothing else to do. We're kind of holding y'all audibly hostage right now.
1: Literally, we're doing this because. We're running out of things to do, but a couple tips for you if you're trying to get through the first nine hours of your fucking uh, quarantine day. Brush your teeth, teeth do push ups, make your bed. Make your bed. Making the bed feels really good. Making the bed is a good thing. Um, if you can light a candle and blow it out, I like blowing out candles. That,
0: you know what? I prefer, as far as putting a candle out, I like to deprive the candle of the oxygen. You put a cap on there the we candle go. and you watch it slowly die. You've it's, taken it, a life. It's like you're killing something.
1: Yeah, and if you can, maybe take the trash out. Taking the trash out, I feel that you get a
0: clean. and yeah, maybe you already took it out that morning or the next. Like it's trash, you can't take out every day. Take you your partner I mean?
1: out. Just take him outside. Take and your trashy
0: ass partner out. And, yep. Uh, and leave them to the birds. And start over. Man, it'd be great to uh, to have to be quarantined with someone that I could fuck.
1: Right. I mean, we could fuck each other, but it might not be
0: a great feeling to us. This is, this is where we're at. <laughs> it's only been let, a- let, right in, folks. Maybe let us know what it's like being quarantined with a lover because, uh, because all we do is bicker and the sex isn't good, right? So, oh, you know what else? Shave because you could shave almost daily, right? You could start, you could shave areas that you never even thought you could shave. Before. This is a,
1: now is a great time for you to really get in there and fucking properly clean up your genitals come up with
0: new methods of shaving maybe instead of shaving we pluck
1: and that's you want to build up a uh, pain tolerance for real for real get to plucking y'all ever pluck your nose hairs
0: oh my god that shit it's first of all it's the only way to really make it take a while for that shit to grow back i pluck my eyelashes really i just like i let those bitches fall out on their own Cause it's like I forget I have eyelashes. That's yeah. What's crazy is that if we didn't have them though, we'd probably get crap in our eyes all the time. All the time. It'd just be dust and shit just flowing right into our eyeballs. Have you ever shaved your eyebrows? Not on purpose.
1: So, but you've you've gone a couple no, of days with I, shaved I, eyebrows. I,
0: I've never actually shaved my eyebrows. I
1: I just um used to cut a like a a fucking annoying ass douchey line. Yeah, in yeah. My eyebrow I, and I'm, soccer people
0: used to. Do I, that. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a soccer thing.
1: And even just that little line on the side would allow sweat to trickle down into my right, eye, and I'd I, be like, "This is fucking
0: annoying. Like, why am I doing?" And you this? just immediately realize why eyebrows are there. Oh, that's this is why I have eyebrows. But what's what's also weird is why isn't the entire forehead an eyebrow? Like, if if that is the purpose of the eyebrow how did we evolve to these perfectly symmetrical two little tiny little strips right above our eyes it seems like i mean i get that there are certain places of the world where there right. are s- s- still some human animals with big ass unibrows well, yeah yeah but um india mostly know. all right well i wasn't i wasn't trying to put a put a name to a, to my to my human animal uh, assignment but David's I wish I had my soundboard because we're, I'm lost without the edgy Dave like I need the edgy Dave drops.
1: I always feel competitive towards Indians because um, Arabs get written off as Indians sometimes by ignorant people and I'm always like no look we're we're different Arabs are more attractive and we have less eyebrows
0: and we're not like we we have uh oh wait what's the, i guess you guys do have arranged marriages don't you no yeah, yeah the most of the middle east pretty much all the same except for the eyebrows but you also if you didn't pluck your your unibrow you'd have a unibrow. No, no no I don't pluck I don't pluck this is natural yeah he doesn't pluck folks sure <laughs> sure <laughs> all yeah, natural whatever you
1: want yeah. to tell the people well, one of the weird things growing up my mother always complimented me on was on my eyebrows and I was always like who gives a shit about my eyebrows and she was like, "Oh no, they're perfectly symmetrical," and I was like, "Get the fuck away from me!" And then,
0: well, uh, you should have just taken the compliment. I—I mean, I'm taking it now. It is kind of a specific compliment, as opposed to just like, "You're such a good, talented little boy." Like, <laughs> as a, I, like the 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 broad the broad self-esteem building compliments are the ones i prefer where it's just like you're perfect in every way you're all,
1: the overall person you are is amazing
0: <laughs> well um it's
1: more difficult to compliment people that way it, it's less honest if you can find a specific i like your jacket
0: boom that's it i Yo. like your jacket i just wanted to give you a compliment Maybe make it something specific I like the way those headphones hang on your head today I like the way you grip that mic and that's not gay I
1: really like your jacket I also like your earrings
0: I got a feeling and
1: it's eerie That you should stare at the ceiling more often So I can stare at your
0: neck You got a really nice neck And yeah, what the heck Let's go Yo David, I just wanted to say I just wanted to Compliment you today Okay. I love both your shoes oh. The way that you wear it is cool Oh. I love that leather jacket that you're wearing Even though your nipples are showing It's okay man, it's glowing okay. I love those tight little pants Even though it's assless chaps I don't know why you chose to wear that <laughs> But it's okay man, I compliment You every single day that you're here I don't care if you're gay or you're queer oh. And that's how it is man, I just gotta say man. I want yeah. to compliment you today and man, I really appreciate that.
1: I got these for ten ninety nine at Ross. Dress for less. Well, let's
0: see if we can get them hundred percent off.
1: Oh, here we go. The beat was called By My Side by Saint. Spelled S X I N T. You can purchase it at oh, Beatstars.com. See. They're
0: they're being they're being gender non they're being gender neutral with that. Yeah, them. I don't know. I really don't Anytime know. Anytime I see an X, that's what I'd take that as from now on. We're we're Xing out the gender. Whenever I see an X, I just get domestic violence rage oh yeah because you want to hit her
1: hit her hit her yeah you know what now is a great time for you to really invest some some in the stock market you know what i'm saying like stonks the the fucking cheesecake factory is saying that they can't pay their rent invest in the i don't think if the cheesecake factory what if
0: cheesecake uh is the biggest thing that the biggest hit that uh, coronavirus has is on the cheesecake industry. It, and
1: it might be true, yeah, because I really like cheesecake, but it's not on the top of my priorities right
0: now. It's, yes, I think cheesecake is a luxury. It is my favorite pie, but it it's is my favorite lit- cake, period. It's a pie. It's a pie? Why is it called think cake? Think about it. Just think about it. How is it a cake? Have you had cheese pie? Now, cheese pie sounds horrible. Right. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like, uh, okay. It has to be a pie cause it's got a crust. Uh, cakes have crusts. Cakes don't have crusts. Cakes are just. Cake is a loaf covered in frost. It doesn't have to be covered in frosting, but it's a loaf. So are these a the, cake deter- is a loaf. are these the things that determine whether or not it's a cake or a pie? Don't, why don't you Google this while I state my case? State your cake. Give, give me, give me. State s- your cake. So, uh. I feel like this. I'm, I'm even. I'm. I'm shocked that I have to defend this because I feel like it's a no-brainer. Oh, I'm unplugged. Are you back? Yeah. All right. Uh, I feel a uh, shock that I have to state this because it should be a no-brainer. But like, you have a crust, like a pie crust. You can't even make a cheesecake without first purchasing a pie crust or making your own type of pie crust. So already, you're dipping your toes into pie territory. You know what I mean? You're you're opening the door to pie uh and so in uh, according to quora.com all right let's hear it cake is a
1: solid piece of baked dough usually sweet pie is a pastry surrounding a
0: a filing a filling a filling of something (laughs) loose can be sweet i I wasn't even looking at the word but i knew that he was looking for filling
1: can be sweet or savory pasty is basically the same Um pastry or pasty why is it isn't a pasty what you put over your nipples it says pasty I think, I think the third definition wasn't necessary. Oh, why is cheesecake a cake and not a pie? Okay, let's hear it. The structure of cheesecake is composed of a somewhat pastry shell with a custard-like filling and sometimes contains fruit. Despite the confusing terminology, cheesecake is by no means a cake. Mm. Also, since cheesecake isn't topped with pastry, it cannot be a pie.
0: So because it doesn't have the like top that a pie has, the pie crust on top, it isn't technically a pie. So it's not a cake or a pie. All right. So it's its own thing. Uh, it's a a a cake. A, a a I've learned enough for the day. Yeah. Honestly, uh, folks, we hope you've uh, had a good time. Uh, remember, if you're calling it a cake, you're wrong. If you're calling it a pie, you're, you're also wrong. You're wrong um, no matter what you do. We're all wrong. If, uh, if you're going to take anything away from today's episode, is that you're wrong. But the goal in life is the journey to pursuing right even if you never achieve it. You're right. It's about it's about learning that you're wrong. Yeah. It's all about learning you're you're incorrect. What did Paul
1: say in the Bible? The more I know, um Ah fuck that. The more you know. And if you don't know, now you know. Beep. All right, goodbye, y'all. <laughs>